Hey guys, this is Matt. And this is Sean. Welcome to the show. We're meeting at the crossroads of wellness and sales in an attempt to share different mental, physical, and spiritual tactics to attain better results in your life of sales. We're going to experiment, challenge, and discuss what may or may not work for you in hopes to push you to become the best version of yourself. Hope you enjoy today's show. Matt, Matt, Whoa. Matt how's that deal? Matt, Matt, are you okay? Podcast? Are we on the podcast? Are we recording? Matt, is, it, is it on? What's your forecast? Is it on? Like, is it on? Update? Matt. Updates? Updates? Matt. Updates? Updates? Put Close. That Close. Coffee Hold on. Whoa. Down. Whoa. Oh. Coffee's for closes only. Just got real. Shit just got real. Dude, Baldwin just shut us up. The only famous line of a movie that everyone seems to go and watch, and then they say, why did I watch that entire movie? You know? You see this watch? You see this watch? You see these balls? You drove in in a Hyundai. <sighs> Matt, sounds like you've had a lot of caffeine I have. today. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> That's what we're talking about today on Optimized Sales is caffeine, coffee, and the thing that drives lots of salespeople. Yeah affects all of us um before we get into like all the crazy stuff when would you say when did you start drinking coffee taking caffeine after college actually actually did not drink too much coffee wasn't a big fan of the flavor yeah um but did consume caffeine in pre-workouts in college or yeah yeah in college so not a big coffee guy, but caffeine wise, yeah, I'd say probably starting starting in college, if not late high school, um, through pre workouts. Yeah, I, I mean, I never got into the pre workouts till probably college or after college, but I don't. I think the first time drinking coffee and realizing its effects was early on in college, which is just kind of funny to think now how frequently we use it, and now also looking at you know you walk into Starbucks and you see a you know, 12 year old getting a coffee and you just think that is kind of nuts. Yeah. I feel out of the mix when I don't have the Starbucks, you know, pull my phone up to the uh, drive through window and I'm, I'm not in that club. That's sad. I'm not in the, the charge my, that is sad, but we're going to, I mean, again, in our, in our lives, caffeine's important. Um, get your day started again, plenty of those times in an afternoon, you need that, uh, something to get you going. Um, whether it's the work day, whether it's working out. And uh, there's a lot of important effects and some things we need to think about while uh, inducing in caffeine, right? Yeah, very common. I'd say most salespeople I've worked with are coffee or caffeine consumers. Yep. There's a, a few outliers, but most of us are just given the nature of the beast, the schedules, the travel pre-COVID, uh, all the things that come along with it, the lack of sleep. Yep. Plenty of that. So uh, let's just jump on in. Um, tell us a little bit about caffeine in general. Caffeine. Caffeine. So caffeine, a lot of people will know. Well, let me ask you too. What, yeah. what, what do you think caffeine is? Or when you think about caffeine, what do you, what do you think about? I think about. In terms of the effect, like why does it work? I don't know. Um, you know, I think just you have, I have literally no idea. Just like a stimulant, right? Yeah, I mean, it's some, it's something to maximize your your <laughs> the, your day to day. Yeah, take it to the max. Um, but 
Yeah, a lot of people will think of, of it just, okay, this is a stimulant. So like what is actually happening? Because it's important yeah. to understand how caffeine works in your brain so you can understand why to cycle off and, and how it kind of works. So um, caffeine is what's called a, a adenosine antagonist, which is... <laughs> Normally crazy. not the nice person. No, not not really. <laughs> it's an asshole, but... yeah. So adenosine is uh, is in your brain, and it's what can generally you know kind of cause fatigue if you have if your adenosine levels are too high. So because the the structure of caffeine is very similar to adenosine, it plugs up the receptors. So when you drink caffeine, what it's doing is it, it's plugging those adenosine receptors, um, which kind of uh, limits that the the fatigue feeling. That's why you start to wake up. Okay, and that's how it works chemically in your brain. So you know, kind of why, why that's relevant is, is, you know, when you start to, to cycle off of, of it, but, um, you know, generally most people in terms of, of range of caffeine is you don't want to go over 400 milligrams, like 400 milligrams is kind of the, the top end limit. Um, if you think of a cup of coffee is around 80 to hundred milligrams. Okay. So four cups of coffee a day. Obviously there's a lot of people we know that go way over that limit. Yeah. Especially and, when they're drinking espresso and having more. Yeah, and and you got to be careful because the um, the cult, you know now, like you know when we were coming up in high school and stuff, there wasn't too much, at least that I was aware of, cold brew and thing. You know, the, yeah. there's, there's so many along with the, the craft everything movement is is craft coffee. So and that's actually, I mean, what we what Caitlin and I drink at home is we typically make our own cold brew. We like it for a couple of reasons. Number one, we just think it generally tastes better with the coffee oh, yeah. that we use. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not super bitter, so it's just like smoother and it's just really good over ice. But the flip side is we quickly realized when we first started making it, we thought it was just like a cup of coffee. Didn't realize we were technically <laughs> making a concentrated coffee. Yep. And I shared it with one of our good friends, Ryan, who knows a ton about coffee. And he kind of gave me his feedback as he, he said, you know, a B for taste and, you know, an A plus for caffeine. And <laughs> good news is you typically only had to have one cup that could last you pretty much the whole day. But yeah. we realized that that had a ton of caffeine in it, but it was also delicious. It's delicious. Yeah. I mean, if you go, go to Starbucks and you get the uh nitro cold brew like a grande yeah that's like 250 right there they're great they are they're very tasty so those those are good but i mean coffee in general is a good source of antioxidants so okay there's benefits beyond just the caffeine but i would say just in terms of how caffeine is consumed coffee is is probably the most popular you know tea would be yep number two and of course it's it's in all the pre-workouts if you were a pre-workout Kind of guy or the gal. Red Bulls, the energy drinks. You know, oh, yeah. You go to the gas station, you see the... Yeah, those as well. Many fridges of that jack of fuel. Yep, yep. Get that going too. So... Okay. That's all there, but uh, there's also... There's different types of caffeine you can take now that have come out. So there is uh, extend, some extended release caffeine, and there's things you can kind of pair with caffeine because I know a lot of people that maybe they don't drink caffeine um or they're very sensitive to caffeine so it makes them really jittery i think a lot of people obviously if you take too much caffeine you get kind of jittery and sweaty okay. and i didn't know they had that so similar to like certain medicines that can be extended sure. release and release over time you can do the same thing with caffeine yeah exactly so there's there's caffeine that way and and everyone's heard of the you know the caffeine crash and um how do i prevent that and a lot of the energy drinks will market to you as 
no crash. I mean, that's, that's a big marketing, you know, slogan there way for them to sell things. But if you want to, you know, easy on yourself is you can pair. My favorite thing to pair with caffeine is called L-theanine, which you can buy, um, you know, Amazon or, or anywhere else. Very cheap, but good to, good to pair with coffee. I've got my, my wife on the L-theanine train. When you're saying pairing this or stacking this, is this something that you take just with your first sip, something you might take mm-hmm. before pouring your first cup? What does that look like? Yeah, you just, you, it's, it, you know, in like a pill format. So you would just, um, you just take it with your coffee, essentially. Okay, easy enough. Pretty easy. So if you're the type that's, that's overly, uh, you know, jittery with coffee, it's, it's a good, good thing to pair with it. Uh, L-theanine. You can also also pair something called theacrine, which is a little bit different. That kind of helps to helps to boost the benefits of caffeine. It, it works kind of in a, in a similar structure. They both. It's it's another one of these adenosine antagonists. Um, but there's a lot of studies that just show when you mix these two together, you can you can increase those same effects. It's also good for serotonin levels. Um, so a couple different things to stack with it and then bulletproof coffee have you heard of that yeah toss a bunch of butter in your coffee yeah why not man sounds delicious definitely sounds like one of those things that just someone just made up you know like yeah grandfather on his deathbed how do you survive just put a bunch of butter in my coffee and pick yeah, up boy yeah that's that's good too if, if you're into the, the bulletproof coffee uh, a lot of people that are going, but the effects are, that's i mean that's legit I mean, yeah, I think yeah, I, I've it's, tried, it's, I've tried the, you now, they now sell them, you know, at Whole Foods and certain places where you yeah. can just kind of buy and pre-mix and never done the actual making it at home, but it's not a gimmick by any means. You're saying that there's some benefits to the. Right. A lot of people, and I haven't quite seen the science to back this, uh, but a lot of people feel like it, ex- it, it, it kind of gives you that extended release of the caffeine. But, um, a lot of people do the bulletproof if they're doing some kind of like keto diet and they are looking to kind of keep their hunger at bay for a while. I, I don't, I don't do it uh, myself because I like to intermittent fast Yeah, generally in the morning. And that's, that's going to break your fast obviously because there's fat and calories in it. But, um, if you are not intermittent fasting, it's, it's kind of a good source because you've got the fats, you've got the caffeine, obviously f- fats are great to, to fuel your brain. So when you have the caffeine plus the fats, and, and when we talk about what you put in bulletproof coffee, generally it's it's you want to you want to do grass fed butter, um, or MCT oil or okay. both. So, yeah, I've been doing the intermittent fasting. Uh, I've been trying to do it throughout the week. So with that, it's pretty much just been black coffee. And I think we were talking about this the other day that it's, I mean, it's tough if you're just drinking, you know, coffee and water and trying to get a workout in, whether it's first thing in the morning or around lunch, that has definitely been the toughest part about it. Like definitely feel yeah. like I'm burning a ton of calories, but the energy level without having, you know, food inside me, I can definitely see why <clears throat> bulletproof coffee could be beneficial too to kind of hold you over and give you those fats that need to, you know, get your day going. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are good to pair together. Uh, what else what do we got uh pre-workout let's talk a little about that just because we're thinking about you know i'm whether it's pre-workout or just some other things that fall outside of coffee what would be things you would want to be on the lookout for right because you have a million drinks out there that 
whether they might be energy drinks in your office or gas stations or, you know, pre-workout for working out. Um, you know, I think some of them, it's, it's hard to tell if you're at a GNC and you got some Jack bro Mm -hmm. walking you through the different pre-workouts. It's hard to interpret what he's talking about, but yeah, from your perspective for those or energy drinks, what are the things that you would say just to look out for? Because, you know, if they're exponential amounts of caffeine, they might give you a big crash or, you know, what would you say? I would look for the, the amount of caffeine first in the drinks, you know, generally if you're looking at a a pre-workout and that's kind of your thing, um, then I'd say 300 and below there's some, there's some pre-workouts, believe it or not, they'll go up to like 500 milligrams Jesus, and that's just like (laughs) freaking heart attack, you know, in a, in a, in a bottle. But I mean, really some people can, to tolerate caffeine pretty well. Like I, I, I've always had a very high tolerance for it. So like it's, I would have no problem, you know, drinking a bunch of coffee and, and going to sleep an hour later. Whereas some people have coffee at 2 PM and they're like, I I can't go back to sleep. sleep." Same. I I feel like for me, most of my crash and headache typically come not from the caffeine, but from the sugars and a lot of the things like for instance, if I have a red, regular Red Bull versus a sugar-free. The, the regular one, I typically have a massive headache at some point. I quickly realized that when I had a few a long time ago. Sure. Um, or the same thing for caffeinated drinks from Starbucks, right? 90% of those drinks have a ton of sugar in them as well. Yeah. And if I'm just drinking black coffee out of my Keurig or something else in the morning, I end up I have a good kind of steady level of caffeine. I never really get the jitters, and I typically will only get the jitters from strong pre-workout, but it's typically been the sugars, which is something else I would say, just keeping an eye out for the amount of sugars that you're going to see in, um, the coffees that you're going to get at Starbucks, the, the energy drinks that you're going to get at the gas station, um, or the pre-workouts that you might take. Um, yeah, take, take a look because yeah, just the caffeine with the sugar, you're going to get more of a crash. That's why the, the theanine is, is good to, you know, help kind of offset the crash as well as well and also the jitters um but look for you know the the alternatives too we may do a sweetener specific podcast on this uh tbd but sweetener wise the two you want to look for are stevia and monk fruit those are your two best bets so okay you'll see a lot of stuff sweetened with sucralose and in fact it's very you'll be hard-pressed to find any energy drink out there that's that is in a gas station that's sweetened with stevia or monk fruit you have to seek them out um sucralose is pretty much in everything not the best you know artificial or i should say uh um non-calorie sweetener but like the the jocko uh, that's monk drinks fruit, right? yeah that's that's monk fruit yeah i noticed that so that's actually the sweetener okay yeah those two are your best bets so look for those and yeah you, you and not only the crash but just the the straight up calories the fact that you're um you know the crash is not just from the caffeine. It's also from the insulin spike in the drop okay. with the sugar. So that's a, a big factor too with these, you know, triple white chocolate, pumpkin spice, peppermint mochas from Starbucks is if, if you actually pull up the app and look at the calories, you're like, holy shit, this is like 90 grams of sugar and, and uh, you know, 50 grams of fat. And so, so you the other, even think the other thing I was thinking about too, when it comes to like kind of, where I might get the, the negative effects from caffeine is sometimes when I'm weaning myself off and I know you and I, I was 
called you about something and you're saying that that whole week you were trying to just go no no coffee yeah um <clears throat> what what kind of caused that was it just hey i want to reset a little bit or wasn't getting the full effects yeah so every i'd say once a month i'll I'll do like a one week kind of no caffeine approach purposely um, for an adrenal reset because any, any kind of whether it's caffeine or any kind of stimulant um, puts stress on your adrenal glands. So it's good to give that a break um, because that, that fatigue just means you're building your tolerance and you're building your tolerance. And, you know, specifically with uh, you know, with caffeine and how it works on the adenosine receptors is that, what your body, you know, eventually does is, is it creates more and more adenosine receptors. So you just get more tired and, and you need more caffeine to block those receptors. So that's why the tolerance, you know, builds up. That's why you need just more like coffee. anything else. Yeah, exactly. That- yeah. So it's, your body is very adaptable in that sense. So, um, taking a week off and if you just like the smell of coffee and the taste of coffee in the morning, um, which I do for sure, then just switch to decaf for the week. So you still get that same effect. You still get the taste. Yeah. Um, you still get that aroma in the house, which everyone loves. And then, yeah. I was, and then of course too, if you're kind of weaning yourself off and doing the, going the decaf route, I would say if you are going the the path of some sort of cold immersion as well, I can say again, I've been doing oh, the cold yeah. showers every day, but I can tell mm-hmm. you the days that we've been doing some of the cold immersion, I don't get home and have a care or need for coffee at all. Yeah. I mean, maybe by lunchtime, but if you start leveraging some of that, it can definitely affect, Hey, you're, you're not going to need to immediately go get that cup of coffee. If your body's already up awake and it's a definitely a different feeling of uh, a stimulant and adrenaline that's rushing through you. So thinking about leveraging that or supplementing that or, you know, completely getting rid rid of coffee and kind of going that route could be, could also add huge effects of course and if you're not in a spot to um you know jump in a ice bath <laughs> you can you, you seriously you can alternate if you're in a in, you know in an office or you're about to go into a meeting and just douse your face with cold water like multiple times over and over and over for a couple minutes and you know believe it or not that'll that'll wake you up a good bit i think we've all splashed cold water on our face but it's a good little it's important too because you don't with all of us working from home you don't have that colleague next to you you know giving you shit for being too caffeinated because we've all seen those people we've you and I both specifically work with a couple people one who took caffeine pills all the time oh yeah uh, another who just drank a lot of coffee and they were bouncing off the walls and sometimes it was funny but in our world, when you're, you know, talking to clients and talking to prospects, do you want to come off as that jittery Joe, yeah, chaotic guy or gal, or do you want to be, you know, cool, calm, collective, and being able to speak clearly? So I think that's the other important thing when you're thinking about your caffeine intake, how it affects you, you know, how you sound, how you look, um, all those things are important as well in the world of sales because, you know, the last thing you want is kind of coming off negatively as, you know jacked up on something and freaking someone out. So those are some of the important pieces from a sales perspective is just making sure you're focusing on that. And you look at your day, if you have a lot of mm-hmm. busy work you need to do, that's a bit different. But right. You know, you have that really important meeting in the afternoon, in the morning, 
your daily routine could change based on when you want to consume coffee to kind of level set. So you haven't taken in too much is also important. And, and if you are weaning off or you're, again, you're looking for the energy source besides cold immersion, um, fasting again, if, if you, any, any of the weeks I do no caffeine, it, I'm going to be fasting much longer, almost, you know, almost doing like the okay. OMAD, which is one meal a day. So I'm kind of pushing the fast back until like three, four o'clock. Um, and once you get fat adapted and your body's used to fasting it, and it just clicks over and starts burning fat and you, you don't get the, you don't get hangry, things like that, that the fasting energy is very good too. To yeah. Leverage. I mean, and I've noticed it just in, you know, doing it for a handful of weeks and, you know, going throughout, you just feel the extra burn. You feel like a different type of energy and not so much always want to consume the coffee. So it's just another way to incorporate it in your daily routine. And again, as you can see, we're trying to take a lot of the previous podcasts and kind of incorporate those into, you know, each podcast moving forward, but, you know, leveraging some of these things to again, challenge yourself to, um, concentrate on the amount of caffeine you're taking in, what types of caffeine, if you're stacking it with other things to make sure you're not getting that, um, jittery Joe and having that huge crash and then making, making time to, you know, spend a few days or a week of weaning off of coffee, um, is just another way to challenge yourself and then supplement that with some cold showers or, you know, jumping in a cold pool, uh, all definitely great ways to, um, you know, get your day going and kind of focus on yourself a little bit. Absolutely. Um, If you're going to be closing deals and you're going to be drinking coffee, coffee's for closers only. There you go. That's it. Coffee's for closers. Well, uh, anything else, Matt? I think that's it, baby. Cool. Short and sweet, but uh, hopefully that was helpful. Obviously, everyone listening probably uh, has already had some caffeine today. And uh, I think these are just some important things to think about uh, on in your daily routine um, and how it might affect you in the world of sales. So thanks for listening. And uh, we will be chatting with you guys soon. Peace.